the name of the Father and the Son and the Holy Spirit, one God, Amen. On Friday we celebrated the Feast of the Apostles, where we commemorate the martyrdom of St. Paul and St. Peter. And today we commemorate a great Saint, Saint Shiloda, who was a great monk, but also a great servant for the people uh, and the areas around him. And the Gospel of today is about the mission which the Lord Jesus Christ sent his disciples after he appointed the 70 and asked them uh, to go. So I want to speak to you today about the service and what are the criteria which we set to evaluate the service, whether it is successful or not. The service is required for everyone. Every Christian is called to be witness to the Lord, to serve with the Lord, and to serve with others. Yes, there are the general service and the special service. The general service, which is the service of everyone, every one of you is called to serve. But there are people who are chosen and called for more specific service, like when we ordain a deacon or subdeacon or mostos or saltos, or a specific service, or we ordain a priest or a bishop or a patriarch. So this is a more specific service, but does not mean that is, the service is only excluded for this group of clergy or ordained people. So when I speak to the service today, I speak in the service in general, not in a specific service. When we set the criteria to evaluate our service, I will mention five uh, uh, to uh, judge to evaluate everyone to evaluate his or her service. The first criteria is the service to be led and guided by the Holy Spirit. As it is mentioned about the Lord Jesus Christ, then Jesus being filled with the Holy Spirit returned from the Jordan and was led by the Spirit into the wilderness. The second Criteria, criterium is to focus uh, on the goal, to know exactly what is the goal of the service and focus on it. This mention about the Lord Jesus Christ, now it came to pass when the time had come to him to be received up, that he steadfastly set his face to go to Jerusalem. This mention about the last trip of the Lord Jesus Christ uh, he went to Jerusalem several times, but this is, was the one who went to fulfill the goal of his service, that is to offer himself on, on the cross for our salvation. For the Lord Jesus Christ, he came, he did a lot of miracles, he taught people, but he did not come to teach only or to do miracles, but the main goal of his mission was to offer himself on the cross. The second is service to be based on love and sacrifice. 
because there is no service without sacrifice. And this mention about the Lord, the Son of Man did not come to be served, uh, but to serve and to give his life as a ransom for uh, many. The fourth one criteria is to be done with a great power. Service of the Lord has to do it in a powerful way. And it's said about the, this, the apostle, and with great power, the apostle gave witnesses to the resurrection of the Lord Jesus, and the great grace was upon them all. And the fifth one is to be service with grace. This mentioned about the church uh, throughout all Judea, Galilee, and Samaria had peace and by uh, and was edified and walking in the fear of the Lord and in comfort of the Holy Spirit were multiplied. So this is the five criteria which I will elaborate a little bit on every one of these five criteria. Number one, to be led by the Holy Spirit or be guided by the Holy Spirit, which comes to the question which we always ask, is the service is a human action or human work or a divine work? St. Paul answers this question when he said, I planted Apollo watered, but God gave the increase. I planted Apollo watered. But God gives the increase, which means, in other words, the service is a joint action. There's a human part of it, because to water and to plant, it is a human action. But to give an increase, this is a divine action. They are not equal, because watering and planting is not equal to giving increase. Nevertheless, to water, to plant and water are very important because if you don't plant and water, how is the increase to be given? The same in the service. There is a human aspect of it, which we do, we are asked to do. But actually, the fruit of the service is not the outcome of our human work, but the outcome of the effectiveness of the Holy Spirit on the service to bring forth foods. And last Sunday, we had the, the gospel of the feeding the multitude. When we see in this great miracle, there is a human work that is people brought the five loaves and two fish, which were in themselves nothing to feed this big crowd. But the Lord fed them the crowd out of these five loaves and fish. He didn't say, this is nothing, put it aside, I will bring bread from the heaven. But he used this human effort and blessed this human effort to uh, be uh, effective. And what is the importance of this? The importance of this, uh, that is, Firstly, we see in the, when the Lord Jesus Christ com commissioned his disciples to go and preach to the gospel. He did not ask them to go immediately after they received the commission, but they asked them to wait. And, and he said to them that 
before his ascension, go to the whole world and preach the gospel. But they waited. What waited for what? He said, but you will shall receive power when the Holy Spirit has come upon you, and you shall be witnesses to me in Jerusalem, in all Judea and Samaria, and to the end of the earth. And we see it in the day of Pentecost when the Holy Spirit came, and how St. Paul, St. Peter, he stood and gave a speech which uh, led to the 3,000 uh, to accept. And they will cut to the, the, their heart. We thank God that is the sermon of St. Peter is mentioned in the, gospel, in the book of Acts chapter 2. Because if it is mentioned that is St. Peter stood and gave a sermon and 3,000 accepted, we will see what magic words he said to be able to. But when you read it, it is very simple, very strong. But the effectiveness of this sermon, which we may say it several times and no effect happened, it is because the Holy Spirit worked on these words, the human words, which St. Peter uttered, to influence these people to uh, not to repent only, but to, to convert, to accept the, the Christian faith. The same also, it supported them. When they face difficulties, they face uh, a lot of the challenges. The, the apostles, the disciples, before the, the crucifixion and resurrection of the Lord, they were not the target of any persecution. Even they were afraid. But actually, they became the target of the persecution when they start to serve after receiving the Holy Spirit. And we see him as very courageous. So when with a threat to them not to speak anymore, they gather and pray it. And what is mentioned about their prayer, and when they prayed, the place where they were assembled together was shaken. And they were all filled with the Holy Spirit, and they spoke the word of God with boldness. So you see the power. Also, when they want to choose the seven deacons, the criterion, the criteria for that they said to be of of good reputation and full of the Holy Spirit. And that's what mentioned about Saint Stephen, a man full of faith and the Holy Spirit. Also we read in the book of Acts chapter 13 that the Holy Spirit uh, asked uh, to uh, now separate to me the Barnabas and Saul for the work which I have called them. When they have division about whether a Gentile to join Christian faith firstly to be a Jew and follow all the law or not, so they gather in Jerusalem for the the Council of Jerusalem. And after a discussion and the debate, they came with a conclusion, which is mentioned in chapter 15 of the book of Acts. But it is said in this decision, it seemed good to the Holy Spirit and us. So it's not just our own uh, decision. So to serve 
you have to feel that is you are working with God. And this is the expression with uh, St. Paul used, God's full workers. And also you are called by God to serve. Even in the general service. Because the call of God is not necessary to send you an angel or to see a dream or, or some recluse like this. But the feeling in your heart, that is your heart inside you to feel this desire and desire to, uh, to serve. And you feel when you serve, you serve in the field of God. You are not serving in a field of any man, but you, you, you serve in the field of God. And the success of your service does not depend on you. <coughs> Our responsibility is not the fruits of the service. Our, our responsibility is to do the service honestly. And God will reward us on how we honest and sincere in our service. Not what is the outcome of our service. Because he who gives the increase, not us. But we have to plant and to water in a sincere and an honest uh, way. That's why that we have to make disciples not to ourselves, but disciples for, uh, for the Lord. And to be successful in your service is to be close to God. So the spiritual life of us and of every servant is the key of the success of, of the service. That's why St. Paul, when he advised his disciple Timothy, he told him, take heed of yourself and to the doctrine, to yourself firstly. Because if you don't take care of yourself, you'll not be able to take care of the service. The second about the goal. To always ask, what is the goal of the service? Why we are serving? St. Paul, in his letter to the Colossians, he said the goal. He said, he said, him, Christ, we preach and warning everyone or every man and teaching every man in all wisdom. And preaching, warning, teaching in all wisdom for what? He said that we may prevent every man perfect in Christ Jesus. So whatever we do, activities, in our church, in our service, we have to be very clear. The church is calling people for life of perfection. We are not a social gathering, even we have a social aspect in our gathering. We are not a place of activities, even we have a lot of activities. We are not even a place of teaching, even there is a lot of teaching. But the goal is how to bring people to the life of perfection, how to, uh, to call people for salvation. For the Son of Man has come to seek and save uh, what was lost. And uh, as also mentioned, when described the success of the service in the apostolic time, he said, and the Lord added to the church daily those who were being saved. And so he did to go for it. 
repentance, people took life of perfection, and people also to seek for those who lost. And every soul is important. So it is not the number of people, but the, the every soul. Yeah, sometimes we say, okay, we have a class in Sunday school, we have enough people. So we don't search for the lost one, the lost sheep. So everyone is, is, is important. So whatever activities, and the service is, has various kind of activities, various kind of aspects. Sometimes we classify it in spiritual service, social service, economic service, whatever. But at the end, it goal have to be uh, very clear. The third one is to be based on love and sacrifice. Because service is not easy things. It, it requires to love those you serve. To love them not because of them, but to love them because they are the children of God. You are working in the feet of God. And to love them because you see Christ in every one of them. And when the Lord spoke about serving the needy, he considered this service a service to offer to him. In other words, that is to see God in, in, in everyone. Tomorrow, we celebrate the feast of St. Bishorish, the great monk. And of course, one of the famous stories about St. Bishorish is that he carried Christ. And in this story, which I am sure everyone uh, knows, this knows this story, but the, the lesson of this story is not he carried Christ. Because of course, if anyone yeah, will carry Christ and will be proud to carry Christ. But the point here, he did not carry Christ, he carried a needy person. So when he carried him, he did not carry him as a Christ, because he didn't know he was Christ. But when Christ revealed to him that he will appear at a certain time for his disciple based on the wish, because the disciple of San Bishoy, they asked him to ask the Lord to appear to them. They want to see Christ. And Christ agreed to that. So it was appointed day, appointed time, and appointed place, that is, they would go and see the Lord. Everyone was happy to, to, to go, to, not to miss this kind of unique things. While they are running to go, then they saw an old man asking for help. Who will sacrifice missing to see the Lord to carry an, a needy man? you see a lot of them. And he can wait, but Christ will not wait. But St. Pishoy considered carrying this man even to miss to see the Christ, so it is equal. And he did it. So he saw the Lord and this needy man. Another story about a monk in a monastery, he was assigned to serve the needy people. So when these poor people gather at the door of the monastery, they ring the bell and they go to serve them. So one day he was in his cell praying, 
And while he was praying, the Lord appeared to him. And while in this great time, then he heard the voice of the bell ringing. They have to decide quickly whether to wait until he finishes the Lord or to run to do his responsibility in serving the poor. And he took the second decision, which is very difficult for any of us to do this. So he left the Lord and he went. He served the poor people. And when he returned back, he found the Lord waiting for him. Because he considered serving these people as uh, the same as serving the Lord. I elaborate on this because you cannot bear the difficulty of the service. Not every people will receive what you do in a grateful manner. You will get a lot of criticisms. It is not easy, it is difficult. People are different, and the responsibility of the service is hard. But what to make us to continue is to see Christ in these people, and to see we bear with them because of him. And because our love to, of our love to, to Christ, so we love the people, whether they are friends or enemies or good people or evil people, whatever these people uh, to, uh, to be. And this is also to look to the sacrifice of Christ to help us to sacrifice. And I refer you to chapter 11 from the second letter of St. Paul to Corinthians, who spoke about his service and how he suffered for Christ. The fourth one is to do the service with a great power. The fiery servant who works with power and the power of, of the Holy uh, Spirit. And St. Paul, he said, I can do all things in Christ who strengthens me. And when we look to the parable of the talents, the one who was given five, one who was given two, and one who was given one. And the first two, they worked hard, they traded, and they were rewarded equally. Even the outcome was five for the first one, the outcome of was only two. But we look to the third one. What was his problem? He called him a, a wicked and lazy. Was a lazy servant. He took the talent and hid it. He didn't trade with it. I always imagine what what was his punishment if he lost it. And he at least kept it. But what if he lost it? If we apply to ourselves, every one of us has talent. You have time, you have health, you have position, you have children, you have uh, uh, relatives, you have... Any, no one is deprived of talents. So we are not required for us is to use it, trade. Use the word trade, and to get more, use it to trade. And to get, to use this talent for the glory of God. But what about if we use, if we don't use it then, so we are lazy, 
But what if, and we keep, as I said, but what if we use it in the opposite way? And use your girls with time for things which does not qualify uh, God. In the book of Jeremiah, it is mentioned, Cursed is he who does the work of the Lord deceitfully or dishonestly. Deceitfully. Yani, uh, it's not with the great power in a lazy, in a lazy way. The last one is a successful service to have gross. Yes, we are not responsible for the gross, but if we work with the Lord, then the Lord will let our service to grow. And this gross to have various aspects. Sometimes we measure the cross only by number. Yes, the number one of the indicators of the cross. The number increase. Uh, the church, people coming, filling the church, like your church. There is a cross in the service regarding the number. But the number is, is not the only indicator. Because also to be gross in quality, in the spiritual life. We are growing in life of perfection and repentance. When you see people coming and we have a big gathering in the church, that's great. But it's just a gathering for, because people can gather for different reasons. But we, we want to gather for the right reason. That's why we are coming here for our spiritual life, for our salvation. Also, gross in the varieties of people. Because the service should not be limited to certain group of people. We serve the parents, we serve the children, we serve the youth, we serve the poor, the rich, people from different ethnicities, those who are origin, from Coptic origin, people who, don't, who are not from Coptic origin. So the gross is have to be varieties of people. But if focus on only certain group of people and neglect the other, then this is not the right gross. And also to be a gross about the varieties of service. You know, we have a liturgy, we have Sunday school, we have uh, youth meeting, we have general meeting, we have uh, service for, we, we have retreat, we have service for the newcomers, we have service for people who are in need, for sick people, people in prison, and so on. Yani as the, the service to grow, it go also to respond all the needs. Because every human being is one unit. And you cannot separate the needs. You can say, well, I'm only responsible for the spiritual needs. Other things I'm not responsible for. But it will affect in, in the spiritual life. May our Lord Jesus Christ to grant us a service guided by the Holy Spirit, focusing on the goal based on love and sacrifice to be done in a great power and always to enjoy the cross, which is a gift from the Lord to whom is glory now and forever. Amen.